You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Coming up on this episode of the Kingdom Bringer Podcast. Well, actually, I made up my mind that we should go see a counselor. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so that went over real well. I said, <laughs> hey, I think we should go see a marriage counselor. And she said, yeah, I think you should. <laughs> And even when you're saying, look, I know that I've heard this about you. I know that I'm supposed to believe that you're you're going to take care of this, but I'm not feeling it and I don't see it. Yeah. Frustrated. And if we're not on the same team, man, life's hard enough, you know, and so I want to need her and I want her to need me. stopped working yesterday and so it's 57 degrees in our house oh seriously yes yikes (laughs) so we're all bundled up and it's cold is that getting fixed for two days tomorrow tomorrow monday so so i wanted to chat are you cool with the topic we talked about or i talked about like kingdom in the marriage okay sure (laughs) because <laughs> i feel like there was well i feel Should like be- well i did i mean i did want to have her at some point i don't know how it would work with i don't know we'll see i'm cool with this. yeah i'm cool with this for now with you if you're cool with that yeah i, I hope you get something worth uh publishing i think i will <laughs> i think i will i just feel like there was a there was definitely a time when you guys didn't necessarily have a kingdom marriage, right? I mean, you struggled a lot with um, honoring her and, and her you, and you guys just kind of had a a mess on the interior, not necessarily on the outside, but on the inside, things weren't, weren't super healthy, right? Yeah, they weren't. They, um, they were on the surface. They were okay on the exterior. They were okay. I don't know if you would have, really notice anything if you just kind of hung out with us a little bit but but in behind the scenes i feel like i know i feel like neither one of us really wanted to spend time with one another alone um in fact it would always make us like go on double dates with couples or hey what are we doing today to sort of distract us from just hanging out together there was no intimacy or um just really getting to you know care to get to want to get to know one another and um i know for sure it was a lot on my side so but i think she'd say the same thing yeah what do you think that i mean ultimately it took and i'll I'll let you kind of speak to like the turning point for sure on that but um in the middle of that what what were you thinking the issue was because you weren't very i mean we, we had a few discussions and conversations about you know, back and forth about marriage and stuff. And so I kind of had an idea that things weren't perfect, you know, things weren't great. Um, in the middle of that though, for you, what were, what were some of the things that you were thinking was, was the issue? Like if you, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I would say is that I just, I was not satisfied with 
there came a point, especially I went to men's encounter and during that kind of this whole transformation in my life, I came to a point where I just was not satisfied with our marriage. And I'm not saying I was pointing any fingers. I was just, I felt like there was just so much opportunity for it to be so much better. Yeah. Even though I would say we had a fairly, what I would call typical marriage compared to a lot of people I knew. For sure. In the world. Yeah. Or just like even how it's portrayed on TV or movies or just people I knew like, oh, you know, sort of always rolling your eyes at your nagging wife and, you know, she's never happy because you're not pulling your weight around the house. It was just like that stereotypical kind of cliche thing that um, I don't remember if it was a certain day or anything, but it just something was just kind of switched in me saying, no, this has to be, this has to be better. And um, without even having an answer first and just going, man, this has, there has to be a better way to do this. This has to be better. Yeah. And and that's what I was kind of getting at because at the time you didn't have the answer. You didn't know what the solution was going to be. So if you were, no, because there's going to be people listening to this that are in the middle of it right now. You know, like they they don't have the answer either and they don't know what the solution is. And so they also may not think that there's a problem, (laughs) you know, they may think that the the normal is okay. And so in the middle of that, I I guess you answered it by saying you were, you were actually searching, right? You desired something greater than what, what you were actually experiencing. So for you, was it like a, an individual thing? Was it a personal thing that you, you felt you had a little bit of authority over or did you attack it both together the marriage together you know what i mean because a lot a, a lot of guys are going to go to men's encounters to try to fix their marriage or they're going to go to a men's conference to try to fix their marriage and try to work mm-hmm. on themselves individually which i think is important but is that is that how you guys went about it or was it a mutual thing where you both kind of knew together something needed to be different and you guys attacked it together does that make sense? Uh, I felt, yeah, I felt like um, I ha- I did not know. Well, I did not know the answer. And I felt like we were stuck in major repetitive cycles, arguing, fighting about the same things round and round and round and round, and we would never make any progress. Yeah. And I was, I was so desperate for something to change. I was just so desperate for something to change that I just knew it was like, we have something has to change or nothing is going to change. And, um, I probably in my life, I've never, I have never cried out to God. Like I have for, uh, that time in our lives where I, when we just weren't seeing eye to eye and I didn't have an answer. I was just literally, I would drive around we lived in Kansas at the time. We'd drive around the dirt roads at night, just crying and being really honest, going with God and saying, this sucks. Right. This sucks. I don't know what to do. What do we do? Um, and that was because we would just, we would get, in, just, we would just go round and round the mountain yeah. and no, nothing would change. And that was probably the most frustrating thing for me is that, I just had this impression that, or I just had this feeling that we weren't speaking the same language. 
good. Yeah. And so it was, it was, it was like, uh, whatever I would say, she would interpret, like, it, just imagine two people that actually do speak different languages. And yeah. she, whatever I would say, that's not what she would hear. And whatever she would say, I would twist it and hear something completely different as well. And so I don't remember the day or the time or anything, but at some point I made up my mind that I was, well, actually I made up my mind that we should go see a counselor, yes. <laughs> a marriage counselor. Yeah. And, uh, uh, so that went over real well. I said, <laughs> Hey, I think we should go see a marriage counselor. And she said, yeah, I think you should. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which isn't Which real typical either. I don't think though, Josh, I think a lot of times it's the man that kind of drags their feet with that. Wouldn't you say? Stereotypically. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's not to say anything just, about her or that situation, but I think that was a little no, not typical. Yeah. I just wanted help, man. And I, I wanted, I had no expectations of what a counselor would do. I just knew we needed a third party in the room that could listen to both of us and be an interpreter for right. that problem I was telling you about Yeah, where we couldn't speak each other's language. And, um, and so I just, I just knew, and my hope, and I got to a point to where I didn't even care if I was the problem anymore. I just wanted somebody to go, this is what it is. This is what needs to be done. Here's some help. Yeah. You know, so it's like, if I'm the problem, I need help because this isn't working. Yeah. So I got past the point of blaming, you know, forever it would have been like, well, if she would just do this or she would just change or if she would just respect me more or whatever it was. I got, I got past that point to where it's like, I don't care who's at fault. I need to know what to, we need help. Probably spent a lot and of so, time praying to the Lord too, right? To fix your wife or get her into agreement with you and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. been there. I've been there. Yeah. Praying, yeah. Praying or, you know, griping to God yeah. or, yeah. you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, so you went, so, so, so you ended up going, you did go to counseling by yourself, right? A couple times. Yeah. Well, she's, I said, Hey, I think we should go. And she said, yeah, I think you should go for it. And I, <laughs> that even, you know, yeah, that made me more mad for sure. Cause I even, I even threw that at her. Like what kind of wife, what kind of woman doesn't yeah. want to go. Yeah. You're not typical. to counseling. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to do this? And right. so, um, you got to have her on the next episode. I want to, uh, for sure. Yeah. I, I want to get, needs, and I'm not trying to, 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 I'm definitely not trying to like throw her under a bus. I'm just, I, I do want to get your side. Cause we're going to get into the, <laughs> the good stuff for sure. So that's not, you know, in fact, let's do that. Let's move yeah. forward. So you you went to counseling on your own. No, wait, she, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then she so ended up kind of. I just wanted to make sure. For sure, yeah. A chance to uh, speak to all this at some point. Yeah, we'll see. Because we'll she see. she probably has a completely she probably has a completely <laughs> different perspective. And I'd love to hear it. I will um, for sure. So we went, and uh, I think I went. I. You know, and I, looking back, I know it was just totally the Lord that arranged this specific counselor. 
I think I got a recommendation from a friend. Hey, who should you go see? Somebody that he had been to. Yeah. It wasn't even a friend, just an acquaintance kind of. And, and this lady um, was just amazing for me. And so I went and, you know, now I know really marriage, in my opinion, marriage problems are all about individual problems. And then two people bring them together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, you double it. But yeah. And so she, she just uh, got heard me out and listened to me. And she, she said, I would say to her, to the counselor, I'd say, so I, I, I'm telling you, I tell Nacy this and she's, she hears this or the counselor would just shake her head. She goes like, you should never tell her that Nacy's the kind of person that's going to hear that and, and think this. And I consider myself a really smart person, but I could never speak Nacy's language. And this, this counselor, she showed me exactly what Nacy actually hears when I say this. When, when I, when I talk about this, she actually processes it like this. And, um, she just gave me a lot of wisdom and insight into how I could change even my language up about things that would make a big difference. And, and so I bet I went and saw her two or three or four times and, um, alone. And then I can't remember the day and Nacy would probably remember better, but one day she, Nacy told me, Hey, I think I'm going to go to the counselor or something like that. I think I'm going to go see the counselor. And I, I couldn't believe it really. I don't think, and I said, great. But so I told the counselor that and the counselor said, well, I, I would love to see her, but I want to see her alone just as many times as I saw you too. Yeah. Or else, or else it wouldn't be fair to, I wouldn't get a balanced opinion of what's right. going on. So anyway, she did that. And I'm telling you, our, our marriage went from, I mean, that was like 95% of it was us both going on our own. Do you think that she saw like a change in your life the, the first couple of times already at that point? Is that what made I her want to so. go? Yeah. 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 Just a shift. I, yeah. Yes. I would think so. I, I definitely know. So, yeah. so, um, and so I'm telling you 95% improvement just by us going alone. Yeah. And I had never, I had never really been to a counselor and I, they're not all created equal and I, you should do your due diligence, but I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I had never experienced it. And I think we did a joint couple session maybe just once or twice at the most. I think it might've been once, but it could have been twice, but. Yeah. So many things, so many things just clicked, uh, on our own. And, um, yeah, we just made a lot of progress. So it's almost like she, she knew your wife probably better than you did at that point. <laughs> and it's, yeah, there's something, yeah. there's something and to helped, that. Cause it, I, you were talking about that language barrier and when uh-huh. you don't, when you don't know someone who speaks a different language, it's going to be really hard to communicate in general. And so, Yes. I don't know. I just kind of heard the Lord talking there about our relationship with him too. You know, a lot of times we don't feel like we're speaking the same language with the Lord. And it's, uh, I think it's probably safe to question whether or not we know him well enough, you know, and if we're, <laughs> if we're speaking the same language, but that's kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah. So you guys yeah. went to counseling. You, you, you uh-huh. learned about each other. You underst- you started to understand the way each other ticks a little bit. And things are different. Yes. Things are different now. 
Can you explain yes. like the main differences now compared to before? Because the whole point of this, the whole point of this episode is going to be um, kingdom in the marriage. So the idea of releasing the kingdom in your marriage, like releasing the kingdom everywhere you go, since you carry the kingdom inside of you, and you're married to your wife, and you've got a family. It's uh-huh. your it's your job, Josh Littlejohn, to release that kingdom in your marriage. Do you feel like that's something that you do now? Would you consider that something that you do, like releasing the kingdom in your marriage? Yeah, I would say I would say the biggest difference in our marriage now or that we've ever had is that we are uh, I think we're like truly partners in this life together, willing to not just willing, but wanting to like wanting the other one. Not only wanting the best for each other and wanting the other one to succeed, but also like just helping each other through through life. You know, we're partners more than I've ever saw a, a marriage could be. Like, we're on each other's team. Wow. And so we've moved from sitting across the table from one another to sitting on the same side of the table. Wow, that's good. Raising kids together. Um, even, you know, figuring out where finances are going to come together. Lifting each other up in our jobs, our careers, but also our dreams and goals and planning a life and dreaming about a life together uh other than separate directions yeah that's good and uh, i would say even us moving making a major uh like life transition together moving eight hours away from friends and family starting kind of on a new adventure god knew what he was lord totally knew what we needed to get that done wow and it would never have worked uh it would never have worked if we would have been at odds or apart yeah and so um i started a new career recently and she's staying home but she's she supported she's like god told her that it's time for her to to support me and and where i want to go and actually but it's where we want to go in our family and I want her to like explore writing another book and, you know, even speaking at conferences. And I've just got big dreams for her as well. And I'm going to do everything I can to make sure she's got those opportunities. And, but also even like kind of press her into those things. Yeah, that's good. That makes sense. It does. That's really good. Like encourage her into those things and um, to take advantage of different opportunities. And so, um, just really the teammate, kind of the teammate and being, 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 on, being in the same boat together. Um, cause you look around and it's like, Hey, this is us. You know yeah. what I mean? There's yeah. just not, there's not a lot of other people around and yeah, if good. we're not going to work together, who is, That's really you know? Good. Yeah, man. Since yeah. the last time we had you on, you have, uh, stepped down from your position at upper room on staff. Mm-hmm. And in fact, Nacy has also stepped down from her position. And mm-hmm. I was having some conversations with you kind of in the middle of that process. And it really did seem like there was a, it was a, just a mutual, it seemed really easy outside looking in. I know decision-making is much different inside than it is, you know, me looking from the outside, but 
I could just hear a peace, you know, in your, in your heart about the decisions that you had to make. And it wasn't even ones you had to make. It was kind of like you said, it was ones that you were together, just looking forward to making decisions together. And one, one of the things that you had mentioned, you had talked about kind of a passion of hers and yours is doing like some children's conferences. And you had mentioned you playing music at those conferences and her kind of just having a dream to kind of travel around from place to place and and just uh, create this amazing children's ministry culture. Can you talk a little Mm -hmm. bit about that? Like the heart of that, because that's a thing that as you were talking to me, man, I just heard honestly for the first time, like just this passion to do ministry together. You guys. Yeah. Which has never been right. Yeah. (laughs) It's never been. And so we, we got a really good taste of it at, um, we put on this, this thing at Upper Room called Upper Room Kids Residency, and it was a, a once every other week, we, it was kind of an invite-only pilot program thing, but it was an hour long where kids would come in, and we'd teach them how to pray, and we'd wor- teach them what worship was, how to worship, and they would do, have like these uh, encountering activities with the Lord. And it was Nacy's idea. And this is a good example of kind of us being on the same team. It was Nacy's idea. I, I've not really ever had just a huge passion necessarily for, for kids or young people. But she said, "Hey, we need someone to do worship." And I said, "Yeah, of course, I'll do worship and, um, and and support the program and be there every time." And we really saw so much fruit from that working together. And I saw Nacy really come alive. And this wasn't even part of her job description. I saw Nacy really come alive and I saw our kids, but all the other kids really come alive. And I said, wow, this is something I could see us doing as a family, you know, and I want to support that dream, you know, and I want because this is us together. And um, and so, yes, on our heart, one of our goals is that we would love to do ministry as a family and travel and not just be at one church, but maybe do something similar that we that we just did this past year at other churches or in other places, we would love to go yeah. on mission to the world. And, and so, yes, it's part of our goal for that's sure. Awesome, man. I think that's uh, I would consider that a breakthrough for sure, man. I, I, I just remember <laughs> early on, like, you know, when, when you were just starting the gathering, I know there was a big foot drag by, by your wife in regards to that, <laughs> yeah. you know, almost not believe kind of like you said, almost not believing in you. And I, I want to have her on to be able to talk to that, but I think it's really cool it to see warfare. the change of that. Yeah. <laughs> warfare is a good word too for that. That's good. So how's this yeah. transition been for you, man, coming out of, you know, you kind of go from the workforce to the ministry back to the workforce. How's that been for you so far? Well, it's been good. I just want to speak back to a couple things though. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're, about the kingdom and to me one of the things that is a hallmark of the kingdom is humility yeah and um i would say that humility can come in a lot of different ways but humility and how we we sort of submit maybe our does even though let's say nacy and i both have great desires that are god dreams but it's just like who is willing to lay down their desire at the time to support the other ones wow yeah and I would say, like, when I saw her come alive and have this idea for this kids encounter program, that was an opportunity for like 
for humility to show up and the kingdom to show up and for me to go, yeah, I want to support this with you because it's actually we're one and this is us. You know, it's not your thing and it's not my thing. This is us. But there's an opportunity. That's how kind of a kingdom marriage I I see one is like it's sort of this constantly um, kind of submitting to one another and what you want to do. Um, and so that's I just kind of want to throw that in there. The other thing I wanted to say, and this has been on my heart, is um, and it kind of ties into where we are now, but. Back when we, I was just desperate for a change. I was desperate. We weren't getting along. Um, we weren't getting along. I didn't know the answer. I didn't know what to do. It was literally just pain, and I was tired of it. I cried a bunch. I, you know, was yelling at God a bunch and going, "What is going on? This should be better. This should be easier. Um, this should be." Um, uh, I just know this This is not what you want for a marriage. And there was something about that honesty with him. And I'm going to write about this soon. It's been on my heart, but here's what here's what's going on. So right now we're in a major transition. We're in a really uncertain time. I started a sales job. I'm in the roofing business with a great group of guys and it's fun and there's opportunity, but it's, it can, it can be like scary and uncertain. Yeah. And not only that, just this past year is just when I really looked at it, this has just been like a pretty tough year. It's been a good year and we've done a, we love living here. But if I just think about all the things that we've gone through this year, the major transitions, the working at the church seemingly 24 seven, and then um, just some different personal things in my life. This has been a hard year that I don't think I've, that I know that I have not kind of been honest with the Lord about. And so um, there's just something, there's an opportunity. And so even in the past maybe month or so, I've just felt a little bit like, God, where are you? You know, I know this was you. Where are you? You feel kind of distant. You feel pretty distant. I feel like lack of direction. You spoke to me about making a change, but where are you? And um and then I was like, this doesn't make sense. And I started thinking about, wait a minute, God doesn't leave me, but he's always with me. But unless I'm honest with myself, then maybe I'm not even with me. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so there's a sense of we can be a little bit of performance. We can be a little bit of like, we know the truths about God and we can... Like, I know you're going to be there. I know there's going to be breakthrough. I know you're going to take care of us. But it, but you can say all those things and still not be honest with yourself about what you're going through. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, that's good. And so instead of going, and so instead of, so instead of saying, this sucks, or I'm scared, or where are you? I feel lost. I feel alone. And being very honest. We say things like, I know he's going to come through and I know is there going to be breakthrough, but that's that there's a problem with that because in that moment, in a sense, you're lying to yourself. Wow. And I don't believe, I don't believe God can meet us where we're at if we're not even where we're at. Wow. 
if we're not even honest with ourselves to say, this is hard and I'm scared and I'm crying because he never leaves us, but we can leave us sometimes and we can leave us in performance and we can leave us in even saying good things about the Lord. And I feel like this in the same way I got breakthrough from my marriage just by going, this is awful. I don't have a clue what to do. Where are you? What do we do? He met us there in that place. But you, can, I think you can get so kind of either holier than thou or performance minded or your head knows one thing, but your heart isn't honest with itself. Oh. That he's un, you, he's literally unable. He's not am, unable to meet you, but unless you show up where you're really at, there's gonna you're gonna be stuck there until you can be honest with yourself. That's awesome. Yeah, it's good. And so, <laughs> no, that's awesome. I know that, that was kind of a side show, but like, it, and so I have. It's just been on my heart in the last month. Going, he's really show, teaching me that, and going. You have to be honest with yourself if something's is scary or if something is uncertain or if something is um, you feel lost or you feel fearful. You need to be honest and I'll meet you there in that honesty. Um, and I feel like that's where I've really been falling short in not even just falling short from a performance standpoint, but just going. Hey, I, I'm limiting what the Lord can show up to me in my life. Simply because of that lack of honesty, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And it's and it's something about like we don't even want to admit that. You know what I mean? But there's just something about desperation that's that just leads to a lot of breakthrough. Good. Well, and I, I just think it has so much to do, man. You said something early on just about you knew there was something better. Like you weren't satisfied with what you had. And I think that's so many marriages, even in the church, maybe even especially in the church, don't have the the desire to just look out and see that like their destiny relationship, you know, like yeah, what their what their marriage could be, what God desires their marriage to be, and they just settle, you know. And we mm-hmm. we read all these statistics about divorce in church and relationships in church, and we just assume that that's just the way that it's supposed to be, and. I think there's something too. Yep. there's something to saying, you know what? I'm not okay. Like you just said, I'm not okay with this. I'm not okay mm-hmm. with having an average marriage or having a normal marriage or a status quo marriage, yeah. like you said. And yeah. so many people, I think I've seen in a lot of situations where one side or the other, the guy or the girl, they have, they've got friends that they're leaning on to kind of make it through this thing. And the other one doesn't, you know, the one's got a support system. The other one doesn't or vice versa. And ultimately you got it right. You said you got to be honest with God, you know, being vulnerable, be- being vulnerable with the Lord is, is going to be the first step, not talking to your friend. And that's great. You know, I love friends. I'm glad we have them. I think God put them there for a reason, but a good, healthy friend's going to point you to the father anyway. Right. And yeah. that's where that's where the honesty I think ultimately needs to go to. So I think that's cool. Yeah, and and actually be really honest. And even when you're saying, "Look, I know that I've heard this about you. I know that I'm supposed to believe that you're you're going to take care of this, but I'm not feeling it. I'm not seeing it. I don't it. see it, yeah. and I'm frustrated. Yeah, you know, uh, he's you know he can handle that. 
In fact, that's that's the only person he's actually dealing with is the real you. That's good. He's not gonna yeah. deal. He's not gonna deal with the the front we're putting on, even of the truth we say we know about him. Yeah. You know, there's nothing to work with. And so, um, but yeah, I would say don't be satisfied. Don't be satisfied with with your marriage and start with yourself. Yeah. You know. Even if it's like, I, even if I can improve my marriage by going to counseling, if I can improve my, my side of it by 10%, you know, that's good. Yeah. I can love my wife better. (laughs) Show me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. I would say say a big thing for us is, um, is, uh, is we, we wanted to always be friends. And so we started out as friends and we were friends and we were definitely different people. Then we were in sin and darkness and didn't know who we were, didn't know, but we were friends. And even now the biggest red flags for me, when I can tell we're getting sort of off course is when I don't want to hang out with her more than anyone else. Wow. Yeah. And so even now I, I even, I'm, you know, there's just been, especially in the church, we, we do so many things, men's night, women's night, and this is a guy's yes. thing. This is a girl's thing. And, and, um, those things can be good for whatever specific things, but what I really feel like there's a big shift coming in to where things are going to be more co-ed now. These are for couples and these are for families. That's good. And so we're just getting away from it. These things are just for men or just for women. And so even now it's like uh, a Super Bowl party. I want, I want us both to be there and it's just That's little good. bitty things about, yeah. um, we, we really fight to make sure we're, we're connected above all things. And so in our house, if there's, if her and I are disconnected somehow, let's say we had an argument or a fight or whatever, everything stops until we get that result. And it wasn't always that way. And it's, it's even, I'm just saying that time we're disconnected is so short now because neither one of us likes that at all. Yeah. That's where all these, all the yeah. evil things occurs in that space of disconnection. It just trickles and it trickles yeah. down to the whole house. And, yeah. Um, yeah. You've got a family to raise, man. <laughs> you know, you've got kids, you've got people that are looking to you guys on how to do this, you know? Well, that and, I need her. Yes. You know, that's good. I want, if I want her to be an advocate for me, I want to be an advocate for her. And if we're not on the same team, man, life's hard enough. Yeah. You know? And so I want to need her and I want her to need me. And, um, and you've tasted it, not, right? I mean, you've had a taste yeah. of what unity looks like and you've had a taste of what teamwork looks like so you don't want to go back right no it keeps you moving forward yeah that's good we don't want to go back don't want to go back and um and there's we still have tons of opportunities to get closer i could do a way better job of bringing her in on my day-to-day life and things that are going on with the business and i was talking to somebody about this the other day i've never regretted letting her in on every aspect of my day never regretted it but I have, I still have to find, I force myself to sit down and say, Hey, here's what happened today. Cause she was at home with the kids and I was out working and, but I've never regretted letting her in. And I've regretted a ton, not, 
That's good. My wife, my wife is going to listen to this episode and I'm going to be at work and she's going to be applauding standing up right now. I promise. That's good. I'm telling you guys and Darren, and it only is for your benefit. Good. It only is for your benefit. You know, and I would tell wives, the la- if 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 your husband starts letting you in on his day, the last thing, just just and he, we say men and women are different. And they are, and they say women, you know, want to let tell you their problems, but they don't want you to have the answers. You know, they right. they just want you yep. to listen. I would say, guys, at least I'm kind of the same way. If I'm going to let you in on my day, sometimes I just want to let you in on my day and not you have to correct what you think I should have done or give you advice, but. Um, I would say just be careful. If you see your man opening up to you, just like receive it, listen to it. How can I pray for you, babe? Like, that's awesome. And I promise you want your wife in on your day. You want, especially if she's an intercessor, especially if she's a prayer warrior, especially if she loves you. Guess what? Guess who wants you to succeed at business more than anyone else in the world, Darren? That's good. Yep. That's good. More than you. That's right. (laughs) You're absolutely right. Yeah. Jamie wants you to make more sales than even you want. Good. That's good. <laughs> I promise. And so sometimes that can be frustrating because they're you and I are both yeah. ready to go get that could probably do better than we do. That's right. Um that's good. Um, but man, if if, if they you can have a teammate even if your wife stays at home, even yeah. if she's in another job. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> you mentioned something earlier about praying for your spouse. Can you um kind of go through that process in your guys's marriage. What does praying together look like? Is that something you guys uh, make an attempt to do on a regular basis? You guys pray with each other, pray for each other. I would say, um, Nacy's definitely in a convicting way, but I'm just so over, you know, the guilt of that, but she, she's a, she's, she leads me into prayer a lot and she's, yeah. she's like the spirit and she's like, let's pray about that. And so, It'd be easy to say, get wrapped up in shame about that as the oh, for sure. quote unquote man, man of the house. But man, I'm grateful for it. Yeah, I'm grateful that she leads us into that. And, um, and so it's not every night in bed, but it's a lot of nights and it's, um, it's, it's probably half, uh, you know, half the week in the mornings and she'll send me a text that she's praying for me. And I'll say, I'll send her a text that. I'm grateful for her and we pray for that when, when our kids are struggling with um, just various things like schoolwork or identity issues or, or whatever it is, we're praying in, you know, at night for them and we're praying in our household kind of all the time based on different needs. I would say a huge, and this is more family than marriage, but um, we're really good about eating dinner together every evening around the table. And so something we've done in the past couple of weeks is like, there's, um, there's about, we put about five or six different people we know on a list and we assign each kid. We all say, okay, who's going to pray for Kyle? Who's going to pray for this family? Who's going to pray for this baby that's sick? And we all just, we divvy that's them good. out and everyone takes a turn. But, um, um, it's just a, like a, a, a really practical way we do it. Um, uh, we've never been the kind of couple so far where we'll just sit and pray for each other <laughs> out yeah. loud right. yeah, for yeah. one another. Like just her and I, we probably need to explore, should explore what kind of breakthrough and in, in that is in that. But we've, 
um, we don't really do that currently. Yeah. But I love that. And I love people that do do that. Yeah. That's great. You guys just started a blog together too. You and I had talked a while back about that being something you wanted to do. I'm currently working on mine. I've been working on it for a couple months and you recently told me that you started one up in 15 minutes and you've got three <laughs> blogs out there now. It's Josh and Nacy, N-A-C-I dot com. Talk to us about that a little mm-hmm. bit. How's that been? I've wanted a, you know, I've wanted a place where her, and this, you know, this comes to us being on a, on a team as well, just together, partners. So I've thought about having a blog for a long, long time. Um, but as I was thinking about like our future and our dreams and our goals, I'm like, what should we call a website? Well, we should call it Josh and Nacy because it's us. That's awesome. You know what I mean? It's, I love it. yeah. it's us. And I don't have to make it a part of the reason is at one point we were like, if we had a ministry, what would we come up with the name of it? You right. know? Yeah. And I guarantee you, whatever you're thinking, Google it. And there probably is ministry called that. And since you guys you don't know, pray together, you, pro- you can't really come up with a good name. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> And so, no, I love it, uh, but man. yeah, I, I, I just been wanting a place that an outlet for us to, to just share things that were, that are on our heart at whatever time. And I have this personal goal that I would like to blog every day, um, and write something every day. And I guarantee the only reason people don't write every day is because there's a little bit, they just want to put out only just like a top quality, profound Right. top you know yeah well thought out post and um show you the best uh, version just, of myself right yeah there's yeah. a little bit there's a little bit of performance in that and and so my goal and i'm kind of i'm gonna try to work up to that but i i, I want to start posting more often and i just know it'd be good for me but this is just sort of a, a repository where we can just post write about what we're thinking that we'll always have and right now it's just a blog and there's no, um, there's not even any information about who we are, what, you know, what we're about. Um, so, um, but yes, joshandnacy.com and anyone can do it. I got on Squarespace and did it in about 15 minutes, owned a website and, and then it took about a couple of weeks for us to write something, <laughs> but I'm, yeah, it's super easy and it's been super rewarding for us. And so I've got something to write quite often and i'm i'm encouraging nacy i said hey you need to write something soon you need to put something on there because i really want us both to uh do it together and not just it's not josh.com it's both of us so yeah that's good that's awesome. um well, but I'm gonna, yeah i'm gonna put a link to the blog in the show notes uh anybody mm-hmm. interested cool. in that can can follow that josh and nacy.com so what um, else you want me to talk about no man i think we're good i just wanted to is there anything that you would speak to that specifically that obviously a, a large amount of my audience is, is Christian um, church going, what would you say to that, that Christian couple right now that maybe is, is struggling that maybe is saying those prayers that, that I spoke, I know for sure to the Lord, you know, if God fix my wife, <laughs> you know, fix my wife, bring her into alignment with me. And, uh, they don't have that support system maybe in their lives either. What would you, what would you say to them right now? Um, that's a good question, man. I would just say, uh, even though 
It does not look like it. And there's you cannot see how it could be better. Uh, and the, it looks really hopeless. It can be really amazing. It can be, you can have an amazing marriage. You can, your heart can be open to your spouse like you never thought it would. And theirs can be open to you like it never thought it would. And your life can be, because of that, your life can be together better than it's ever been apart, than it ever will be apart. And if you're willing to humble yourself a little bit, admit that you may be a big part of the problem and get some help, not just in your marriage. And I really think it's it's in just from your own past things that have affected you that you don't even know that are affecting you, ways of thinking that you have that are frankly wrong or have been twisted by the enemy or been twisted by abuses or uh, just people that have, that have done you wrong or treated you wrong that you've picked up along the way. If you can work on yourself and then fight for connection with that other person, um, you gotta, you owe it to your marriage to give that a shot. You, you just, you just, it's your responsibility, in my opinion, to give, to, to work on yourself, to give it a shot and start with yourself. It's good. Start with, yeah. Yeah. And get help. You don't, yeah. you don't have to have the answer. If, in no, fact, if nothing's worked, you, try something, right? Try some, try <laughs> something. You, in fact, you don't have the answer. Because you you want a good marriage, and so if you had the answer, you would have already done it. And you need you need you need a different solution than anything you've tried. Good. And that may, and that may be a different counselor, and that may be a different um, set of friends. And I would say the influences that you have, and the other marriages that you have, and the other friends that you have, could be a huge part of. Uh, of where your marriage is. And, and I don't mean in a good way. Right. And, um, um, those things are important to be watch out for big in a, in a major way. That's good. Well, man, I won't keep you much longer. Yeah. I appreciate you hanging out. Thanks for joining me. Um, we'll do this again. I'm going to get your wife on. Okay. You do need to, <laughs> I will. Maybe I can have her because sneak out to the car. Gonna... Maybe you can watch the kids so she can sneak yeah, out to the car. I would be glad to do that because I don't want her to listen to this and say, that's not what I would have said that's at all. I I need, said. She needs her chance. I will give it to her. <laughs> I will give her that chance for sure. Man. Yeah. Tell her, tell her so for me. Yeah. I'll reach out to her too. I will. I appreciate you, bro. Love you. I'm proud of you. Okay. Good, good luck. God Thank bless you. your job too. Go sell okay. something. Appreciate it, man. Talk all to right. you later. See ya. <laughs> will do. Hey guys, thank you so much for once again checking us out. Don't forget to go on to Apple Podcasts and check out the other two shows on the KB Podcast Network, the Two Brothers Podcast and Supernatural Living with Beth Packard. Go on there, rate, review, and share those episodes with your friends. Until next time, be blessed.